And joining us now for market analysis, Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX. Arlen, I want to start with the uh, general economic news. A little bit more to talk about there, it seems, with a quiet grain and livestock trade for the most part on Tuesday. Headline CPI numbers, uh, the CPI data in general, a little bit hotter than expected for the month of January. I know that's having an impact on the stock market here today. Talk about those uh, CPI numbers and, and your take on what we saw. Yeah, when you really look at the numbers, you think, oh, what's the big deal? But the big deal is they're going in the wrong direction. We've been anticipating a resurgence of inflation. Didn't expect it, though, until the second quarter of this year. And last month's came in hotter than expected. And I thought, well, it'll probably pull back this month and then get hotter later and we get into the second quarter. But no, it's hotter again. Three-tenths of a percent month-on-month for a headline consumer price index um, when the trade was expecting it to slow back down to two-tenths percent growth. When you look at the year-on-year at 3.1%, down to 3.4% the previous month, but that's ahead of what the trade was expecting at 3%. But what that doesn't show is that energy prices during January were heading down and the, the core of inflation that excludes food and energy was going up. So when you remove energy and food prices, then the core CPI was up four-tenths of a percent month on month, which is an increasing pace of inflation and up 3.9% year on year, matching the previous month and above what the trade had thought of 3.7%. Big increases in costs, for transportation, for shelter or housing type of things. Um, And so we continue to see uh, sticky inflation get a little hotter in that area. And I mentioned energy prices down during the month, but in February thus far, energy prices are going up. So what does that mean when we get next month's numbers, perhaps even hotter inflation going forward? Well, in general, uh, I mentioned grains and livestock relatively quiet on Tuesday. It seems like you and I have been talking about commodity deflation uh, quite a bit here, and that seems to be the continuing theme with a lack of fresh news in these markets right now. It does. And the primary support, and we've seen some positive numbers from time to time, the primary support is that the speculative funds have such massive short or sold positions in these markets. And we're down at these price levels where the market's getting nervous because we have geopolitical risks in a couple of places in particular in the Red Sea and in the Black Sea. What if something happens in one of those areas to cause those funds to exit those short positions all at one point? That's the primary support factor. Fundamentally, otherwise, from a supply and demand standpoint, there's not a lot to sustain a rally when the farmer is undersold, both in America, uh, United States, as well as in Brazil and in Argentina. Uh, but that's kind of limiting the losses at this point. The strong dollar you mentioned earlier creating some headwinds and also contributing some of the weakness that we're seeing. In the livestock trade, too, real quick, uh, it feels like cash cattle trade, it's probably going to be later in the week. I know Packers had to pay up last week, and they're probably going to try not to pay up as much this week, it would seem. Overall, just feels like a very quiet uh, trade in cattle country right now and hogs at a very narrow range here today as well, Arlen. Yeah, we're slowing the chain speeds down for the cattle. The packer margins are facing a lot of compression right now. And so we have at least two packers that are slowing the chain speeds. Um, And uh, 
this, this lower demand for cattle overall this week's slaughter is expected to be around 610,000 down from 622 last week and 637,000 two weeks ago. And uh, that's adding a little bit of pressure at these levels. But we're getting support from the fact that the, the product demand still seems to be there. We still have a tight supply of cattle overall. We've been pricing that into the feeder cattle market, although feeder cattle market is consolidating today and uh, taking a rest after some recent sharp gains.